Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bobby Hawk. I'm Tony Hooper. And I'm Monica Jones. And this is the land where Lucy is like her father and she takes everything, wait, 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 everything way too far. We also talked about the series Once Upon a Time. How is everything going today, guys? Oh, no. Well, yeah. enough. Well, yeah, well, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. I've, I'm a little under the weather. Uh, so I don't know if you guys can hear it or not, but I, I definitely ate, uh, had better days as far as that's concerned. Uh, we're starting a little late, unfortunately, a few little, uh, technical hiccups tonight. But, uh, and, uh, unfortunately, we're down a person. Uh, uh, Elizabeth couldn't join us tonight. She's had a lot going on with, uh, I believe it was her boyfriend's son's birthday this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. so happy birthday. I can't, uh, don't know his name, unfortunately. So, happy but, birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I'm sure she'll be back with us next week. Uh, but anyway, uh, the show must go on. That being said, Tony, why don't you take it away with this week's rhyming summary? Sure thing. So, as I can just, you know, get my device to act right. Give me one <laughs> like I okay. said, technical issues. Technical issues at its finest. Okay, so season seven, episode two. Uh, Cinderella. I, hmm? huh? I think it's I'm sorry. It's like my episode bad. I'm stuck in the past. Three. Episode three. <laughs> my bad. You guys, I'm stuck in the past. No, oh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I just wanted to <laughs> want like it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Alright, so Cinderella is on the run, but she didn't kill the prince. Tiana believes her. She's a part of the resistance. Tremaine blames Cindy for killing her daughter, and she's going to bring her back come hella high water. Back in the Heights, Jacinda starts a petition, but Belfry has already sped up her plans for demolition. This and much more all come to pass in this week's episode of Garden of Forking Paths. <laughs> I will never look at the word forking the same way again after watching uh, Good Place. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> when I saw the episode name, I was like, I hope Bill's laughing his butt off as much as I am at that. Um, I just know, I like, I, there's been a few times in the past that I, I have slipped. That may be part of the reason that I had, uh, <laughs> but uh, I've had uh, Tony read, read the rhyming summary this week because. I know that if I say that word too many times, I know that that word may not come out the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll just we'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it. Yes, yes, I'm a big Battlestar Galactica fan, Monica. Yes. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Anywho, uh. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't know about you guys, but this week's uh, episode was kind of a slog to get through, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and that may be part of the technical issues I was having. It was, um, I don't even know, um, yeah. It, <laughs> it, you know what, it, I, wasn't, it wasn't that exciting the first time. Oh, okay. Here's what I'll say. When I when I sit down to write the outline for our uh, podcast, I... Um, you know, we tend to have to watch the episode a few times through to, to get the outline and whatnot. And I, I, I was, I watched the episode live. I, I even live tweeted it, mm-hmm. but, but when it, when it came to like Saturday, when it was time to like get up and start writing the outline, it was just kind of like, yeah, uh, there are other things to do. I've got, I've got yard work and I, I could do this and I, you know, like things I didn't even want to do were were making uh, their way much, up on the list. Much more sense. Yeah. Um. So 
yeah. But but like Tony said, actually, when I did watch it a second and third time, um, uh, especially at the end of the episode, there was quite a. I w- I'm not going to say there was quite a bit, but there was definitely things happening in this episode that uh, that, uh, that made this not necessarily just a filler episode that could be ignored. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, but uh, that being said, there was definitely quite a bit of this episode that was just kind of like down to like a five minute episode, and we'd be fine with it. Definitely. But maybe that's exaggerating. Um, but uh, we'll touch all on on all that as we uh, go through our notes here. Um, we see starting off uh, at the apartment. Jacinda reads. Oh, that's another thing I meant to. Uh, they never mention it, but in in closed captions, I had closed captions on. And uh, uh, Sabine, I think, mm-hmm. is what Tiana's name is. Oh. is yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Like I saw, okay. I just like I, you know how sometimes in closed captions it'll have like the person's name before they start mm-hmm. talking. So like it said that and I was like oh wait a second and, and you know I had to rewind it I was like oh, okay you know they never say her name still but never Sabine yeah. so I could stop calling her uh, Tiana Tiana she's in Seattle I'm still gonna call her Tiana pretty much <laughs> I'm still waiting for her flashback episode anyway I would love that. In the realms, uh, Cinderella searches for Henry where they first met when she is attacked by one of the king's men. She is helped by one of the girls from the ball who introduces herself as Tiana. At the apartment, Jacinda, uh, Jacinda reads Sabine a letter from Lucy. They have been leaving notes at the well so Victoria doesn't know. Ronnie calls the team together for some info. Uh, she overheard someone who works for the building commissioner saying they are being paid by Belfry. Rogers makes plans for a, a stakeout. Henry offers to help, but Roger suggests he sticks to research and bear claws. As Jacinda arrives at the garden with another letter, we flash to when Tiana and Cinderella first met. Tiana reveals herself as the leader of a rebel alliance meant to overthrow the king and her stepmother. She tells her that Tremaine is responsible for her father's death. Cinderella does not seem surprised. She agrees to join her at the resistance camp, leaving her slipper so Henry knows how to, uh, so, so Henry knows to find them. At the garden, Victoria surprises Jacinda with a demo crew. She knows about the letters and she's moved up plans for the for the towers. Demolition starts today. Mm-hmm. All right, so that basically takes us up through our cold open and into the first act break. Um so uh my I guess one, only one th- one of the things I really had to say here is uh Henry's uh, reaction during that uh, meeting in the bar and everything else reminded me of uh, the Zeppo right down to the pastries. Oh. I don't know if either of you, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode, where, yeah, yeah I know, <laughs> where uh, Xander, uh, there's like a whole episode about just Xander mm-hmm. because like there's like an end of the world thing going on. And like he comes in to ask what they what he can do to help, and they like send him out for donuts. Oh, is that the one where, where he talks Willow out of ending the world? No, 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 no. That's the sixth season. This is more like in like the second or third, maybe even fourth season. It's an episode where like they cut between what's going on with Xander and what's going on with them. Like they brush Xander off to go do like, hey, go get us some donuts, but they're not brushing him off. They're just trying to keep him safe. Because they, you know, they're uh, about to, um, but then when he goes off, you like, he like ends up like, there's like a bomb about to go off in the school and he stops that from happening. You know, like 
they don't realize it, but he has this whole other end of the world thing going on that they, that, you know, he keeps trying to come in and get their help with, but they keep rushing him off. And, <laughs> but yeah, that's, I'm going to have to go back and watch that one. Definitely. I love Xander. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like you said, ding. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tony, what do you have to add about this uh, this uh, first act? Well, you know what? Actually, I um, it's I'm gonna go a little bit off subject, but you know what? To be honest with you, it just seems like the way that Henry was brushed off about sticking to research and donuts kind of reminds me of how he usually get you know gets treated with uh with um trying to tell everybody hey i know what to do like let me help you let me do this let me do that and it just seems like jesus it just doesn't matter what realm henry's in cursed or not cursed or not even age like before in the past you could be like okay well he's a kid so they're trying Mm -hmm. to but no now he's you know 30 I mean, he's got to be at least 28, 30 with a kid like that age and everything. Seriously. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he should be able to uh, help out. <laughs> help out and do more. Yeah. But my actual point to this, though, um, so basically with um, – let's see here. Da, 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 da. After, you know, Hook leaving and, and everything, going back to the uh, to the um, precinct, uh, you know, he, he's doing stakeouts like how Emma would. And, you know, there, there were those, you know, there's plenty of similarities in this episode. So I think not only can we call this the Garden of Forking Paths episode, but we can call this a similarities episode, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even get me started on similarities. I've got I've got a note on that later, but uh, we'll we'll touch on that. I, I kind of hope that they're done with the similarities at this point, but. We'll Definitely. <laughs> like, um, and, um, also, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. And, uh, also, I really wish, you know, how, how you mentioned her name, um, earlier during the code opening that they would actually do Tiana's story. She's been here for almost four episodes and still no backstory. Still waiting well, okay. on Okay. Here, here's my concern as far as I, I, I know you have, uh, okay. And, uh, off, off camera, off mic talk was like, uh, we were kind of, discussing amongst ourselves about Tiana and uh, the princess and the frog and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the, I'm a, I'm a Disney fan. And that's one of the few that I've missed. Um, so I don't know if uh, um, I don't know what I was, where, where I was going there for a second. I lost my train of thought. Um, I don't have the same fondness for the character as you guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know that the uh, at first when they brought the character on, she wasn't necessarily a full blown regular, and they've moved her up to regular status. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that at least in these first few episodes, we're not going to get a whole lot of Tiana's story more than we just are. You know, she kind of almost gave her her back, gave us her backstory uh, during this episode. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, 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 no, that's not that's not to say more of it won't be addressed later in the season. I just don't think I just don't think I'd hold my breath for it to happen in the next episode or two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too true. Too true. I agree. That being said, let's uh, move on with this week's story. As Rogers gets the info he needs, Weaver uh, asks for help with evidence. He makes up an excuse about a court case that Weaver obviously doesn't buy. As Rogers sits outside the theater, he witnesses Belfry pass off her bribe. From a distance, we see that what Weaver has seen him as well. Jacinda arrives at Ronnie's to ask to help with the garden. Ronnie does some math and realizes that that's what the payout was for. Uh, she suggests Jacinda put together a petition with enough signatures so they can stop Belfry. 
In the realms where Cinderella makes herself at home in the resistance camp, Tiana introduces herself uh, introduces her to a cobbler, the truest believer in their cause. She comes to tell Cinderella that Tremaine has been gathering magic artifacts. Uh, she throws her a pi- or shows her a picture of an item that her men have had a hard time identifying. Identifying. Uh, Cinderella obviously recognizes it, but says she has no idea. Henry and friends show up to join in the fight. Henry, uh, Henry's getting his research on at Ronnie's. Uh, God, this. Uh, okay, sorry. Henry's getting his research on at Ronnie's when she's come to tell him that her mom has been collecting signatures for the garden. Uh, this must mean so she's starting to believe. Lucy suggests this isn't about the condos at all, but what's underneath the garden. She thinks there's something underneath there that will help them believe. Like when Henry led Archie down to the Storybrooke mines, but that was just a book, right? Mm. Or a show. <laughs> just, then, uh, just then a digging machine uncovers an opening. Uh, Lucy runs in to investigate, and Henry rushes in after her. Uh, so yeah, uh, enough already with the first season parallels. Like you were seeing earlier, Tony, uh, we totally get that. We, we understand uh, that, you know, this is, uh, you know, same as it ever was over and over again. I, I'm, you know, Let's just move on with what's going on with this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony, do you have anything to add? <laughs> Most definitely. Like, and I'm going to probably relay it again, or, you know, a little bit later, but enough with the parallels and everything. I mean, like, mm-hmm. we, we get it. It's the same. We don't have to, you know, go back and touch more the life we forgot. It only happened six years ago. And she even, like, <laughs> points it out. That's that's what I hate is that it has to be pointed out. It's like no, we we get it. We get it. And it's like when it's like when a bad comedian like tells a joke and then like gets mad at the audience for not laughing and tries to like explain himself. It's like no, we understood what you were trying to do, mm-hmm. but you failed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but beyond that, you had a question about the truest believer. Yes, actually, I did have a, a question about the truest believer. Um, I thought that was part of the next uh, point, but I don't I believe so. We just had to, uh, it could be, you uh, know, because they, they do talk about the truest believer in the next. Uh, yes. Um, okay. So basically, I, is there more than one truest believer? I like because basically, you know, we got Henry. He's the mm-hmm. he's the he's what we would probably call the original truest believer. But can there be another truest believer in another realm? And also, can there be more than one? You know that, okay, I, I kind of see where you're coming from now that you're explaining it more a bit better. That like, mm-hmm. I mean, Henry isn't even from this realm. So if if mm-hmm. if they're looking for if for magic that affects this realm and looking for the truest believer, mm-hmm. then they should be looking for someone who's the truest believer of that realm. Right. I mean, I or is saying. that an official title versus mm-hmm. just Tiana saying, oh, you know, here and now in this cause, I don't know. They're the, the most ardent uh, of us. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always been, there was more than one savior. So why couldn't there be more than more one than truest believer. believer? Yeah. So I totally understand what you're saying there. Now, I don't know, you know, uh, if necessarily the cobbler would have worked as far as that's concerned, mm-hmm. but I definitely see where you're coming from. I mean, and, and, and also for the fact of the matter is, if you remember back in their um, interviews in previous seasons on how they were going through um, each season saying, we're going to discuss this season about the mythology of the Dark Ones. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to do the, the, the mythology of the Saviors. Could they possibly be trying to do the mythology of the truest believer if that even, you know, is even that important to discuss? Because 
Like it, you know, it just still, you know, it just still brings me to that question: Is there more than one actual truest believer? Are they no. that important to you know having every single realm? No, I could definitely see that. I think, unfortunately, it's probably more than likely just going to be, be pertaining to just this episode because, mm-hmm. like, they kind of. They they definitely did the whole, like, pointing out things a lot in this episode, such as, like, you know, oh, this is Jeremiah. He's the truest believer. Why would you even introduce someone as that? Mm-hmm. Y- you know what I'm saying? I don't get it either because she specifically said, hey, here's Jeremiah the cobbler, which, you know, one of the truest, like, well, not one of those. I think he is. She said, said he oh, is the truest believer in our cause and yeah. our and our cause. So I mean, like maybe that was just saying he. Hey, he's he he believes so much in our cause, or and not and not naming him as a specific. You know, no, I, I heard it. No, no, and I totally understand that. But that, but that's it was like they used that phrasing so that it could yeah. be planted that Jacinda or Cinderella at that point would, you know, go back later and do what she does here in our next act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's, uh, I don't know. It, 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 it felt a bit forced. Like you yeah. said, it's, it's like, why, you know, like, like I said, why it's not like that's a common turn of phrase. Why would you even call someone that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, should, shouldn't everybody be a very true believer to this cause in order for oh, this especially, cause to yeah, with made? something like this going on? Yeah, right. You know, it's just it's just quite weird, you know. Did but, you have uh, anything to add before we moved on, Monica? No, uh, not till the next point. <laughs> okay. All right, so moving on. Roger surprises the building commissioner. Make sure I'm in the right spot here. All right. uh, Roger surprises the building commissioner at lunch and questions him about Belfry. He offers Rogers a bribe, but he decides to bring him in. Beneath the garden, Henry tries to tell Lucy that this is all just old parts of the city that were built over. While that may be true, Lucy says that doesn't mean there isn't something magical hidden down here. They just have to believe. Meanwhile, a line starts to form as Jacinda continues to gather signatures to save the garden. At the resistance camp, the gang make plans to storm the manor. Cinderella continues to look coy, which is why it's no shock when she decides to leave later, alone. Underground, Lucy continues to search for something to help them believe. When she finds a piece of glass, a piece of the slipper. Yeah, this this proves it all. Okay, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so first of all, this whole Save the Garden thing feels like it's, like, straight out of an 80s movie, you know, the whole petition and all of it, um, yeah, I just, it's kind of a bit too, uh, saccharine for me, uh, even, even in a show, it's all about, like, hope and, and, you know, good versus evil and all that, and, uh, another thing I wanted to add was, you know, of course, the, the cute lines they seem to add in here uh, at the bar. Henry says, look who's a leader of the people. And uh, Ronnie says, oh, yes, I'm a regular queen. Uh, again, cute but forced because, like, who says things like that? Uh-huh. Who, who, you know, that's, again, that's no, it's not like some weird turn. It's like a, a normal turn of phrase. that didn't make any sense at all. Um, but anyway, Tony, did you have anything to add? Um, let me see here. So, wait, where are we? Um, surprising the commissioner, right? <laughs> we're on, uh, C, you know. Oh, C, C. Okay, got, got you. Um, okay. So, again, similarities. Uh, Lucy's just as crazy as her father. Jumping right. down unknown yep. wells. Uh, yep. 
hey, I believe in a cause so much, I'm going to jump down a well. Wee, You know, I mean, like... Yeah, um... I'm, I'm, I'm just so like, okay, great. Similarities. You're just like your father. That's cool. You read a book and you think that this is your father and you're going to follow in his footsteps and jump down a well, trying to prove a point. We, okay. Okay. <laughs> we all gave Jared Gilmore a bunch of crap in the beginning for uh, his portrayal of young Henry. And, um, I liked, I don't, I can't remember this per this actress's name. I think I want to say like Anna Fernandez or something like that. I think Allison Fernandez, I think. Allison Fernandez. Okay. So I was close. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, I liked her in the first few episodes that we saw her in this episode. She's beginning to wear on me. I, and I think it's because of exactly what you're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think, <laughs> I think that it's, she's too precocious. She's too. Uh, I don't even know like how to put it. Yeah, I, but yeah, I definitely feel like she's he, she's beginning to wear a bit thin on me. Yeah, and it's just too early to do that right now. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Did you have anything to add, Monica? No, no, she was jumping down that well. That yeah, yeah. It, it sounded like you were pretty, you know, like you you were enthusiastically agreeing with Tony when he mentioned that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just makes perfect sense. Like. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Cinderella. Uh, <laughs> let me say that again. <laughs> Cinderella arrives at the manor to find the mysterious object that she obviously recognized. Tremaine is there waiting. She knew she would come. Cinderella wants to know why the coffin is there and what did Tremaine do to her father. She opens the coffin to find Anastasia. Uh, Tremaine's other daughter is dead, and somehow Cinderella is responsible. Tremaine had her frozen before she took her last breath. Now she needs Cinderella's help to bring her back. Anna's heart was pure, and she needs a pure heart to bring her back, the heart of the truest believer. She enchants Cinderella's hand to take Henry's heart. If she doesn't, Tremaine will kill everyone at the camp. Jacinda uh, Jacinda continues her petition when Victoria shows up with an offer. She has a condo set aside for Jacinda and Lucy. All she has to do is burn the petition and they can put this behind them. She hesitates but sets them ablaze just as Lucy shows up. She can't believe that her mother would do this. Jacinda tries to explain she just wants them to be together, but Lucy runs off saying if this is what it takes, she doesn't want to be with her. Rogers returns to the precinct to see Weaver letting the commissioner go. When he confronts Weaver, uh, when he confronts him, Weaver explains the situation needs finesse. Now that they've let him go, whenever Belfry comes to him, he will come to Belfry. All right. So he for start- Weaver. Well, Weaver. And I even said that in the thing. I don't know why I said Belfry. You know what I meant. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me, Monica. All right. So, uh, okay. First off, what was Rogers printing? I guess it was like a picture of, uh, commissioner, the building commissioner guy there. But like, why? Why didn't he just tell, like, either A, just look at the picture. I mean, you can see, look at the picture and recognize the guy once you see him. Or mm-hmm. if you really wanted to be able to compare, just download it to your phone. Something. Or take a picture of it with your phone or something. I don't know. I mean, I mean, obviously they had to have him printing out something so Weaver could see that. I mean, it was mm-hmm. obviously all plot driven, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh my God. You would think that they would have like some kind of mobile app to download their assignments or, or get something from 
the database, something. Uh, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, like why would he even be like he wouldn't even have to go back to the precinct? Probably, like you just said, I'm sure that they have access just on their phones to some other database or app or something. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I mean, it, none of that makes sense. Like him looking at the clock, like oh god, I gotta hurry. This thing's gotta hurry up and print. What is this? 1987. Seriously, like I know the town is up and you know up and coming, you know, an up and coming town. But yeah, but this is have to look like him. Yeah, this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was stupid. That was stupid. Uh, <laughs> another thing I did want to mention though is that uh, for they've gone out of their way to to kind of explain how Tremaine is not magical. But for someone who's not magical, she sure uses quite a bit of magic. And you know what? I have said that so many times, you know, like Like for the last few weeks. What was the point of them even of like them even making her not magical if she's just gonna it's kind of the whole portal thing all over again, you know? What was exactly. the what was the you know, why would you even come out and say like, Oh, we're gonna have a villain that's not magical? And I mean than to just have her steal a wand and be magical. Mm-hmm. Like, it never should work. Like, her poofing the fairy away. Like, huh? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. And then, in, mortal. and then even without the wand, there's this whole thing with her daughter, which actually you had a few questions about, Tony. I did. Oh, my God. Okay, so, question. How many daughters does Tremaine have? She said the prince has eyes for her other daughter, but this one is under preservation. I'm confused. Can someone elaborate? Like, I know that seems very scripted, but that's what I said. But no, I, would, yeah. I really want to know: Can somebody please elaborate? How no, many it, it, it's, <laughs> it's a very good question that I didn't even think about. Like the mm-hmm. whole, like I've even mm-hmm. pointed out in the last episode or two with that she said that, mm-hmm. and so now for her, for us to find out that the other that Anastasia is dead. Yes, just I believe it was two episodes ago, if not the last episode, that she was saying. That oh the prince has eyes for my other daughter and like you said he only has two stepdaughter or two da- two daughters uh so yeah so now I'm confused I'm right there with you Tony I don't know what ha- I I don't know if it's something that they just overlooked when they were writing uh-huh. I mean I don't I don't see any other way around it because just our Cinderella says that whatever happened with Anastasia happened when they were like 14, which right. had to have been a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and whatever happened, it was the, you know, it was the reason that her father's dead. So Anastasia died before her father died, which, mm-hmm. you know, has been a while now because Cinderella has been living under the rule of her stepmother. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that I definitely am with you right there with you, Tony. That makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. None whatsoever. And it's just kind of funny that, wait a minute, have you noticed that they also haven't uh, exactly shown um, shown the other daughter, you know, like the, the one that's, that, yeah, that, that, that's supposed to be, um, you know, having eyes for the prince or, you know, the prince having eyes for her. So they've only seen, you know, we, 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 we've only the seen, uh, what's her face? The only daughter we've actually seen is Drazilla slash yeah. Ivy. She's mm-hmm. known as Ivy in uh, Hyperion Heights, but mm-hmm. she's, you know, the, the two stepsisters from the Cinderella story are Anastasia and Drazilla. Mm-hmm. And now that we actually see Anastasia, you know, it's just kind of funny. You kind of, uh, like, I know this is once upon a time, you guys, but they write in a whole lot of, you know, extra characters that that are not even supposedly in these stories just to know. make it, you know. I think you know. We'll, I think Anastasia will come into it later just because we haven't seen her, you know, you know, always seen of her as a veiled corpse. I think eventually we will, mm-hmm. uh, you know, see 
whatever backstory there is there for okay. for all of them. Yeah, I really hope that we do, or either maybe they go on and cast this other daughter that you know that they keep talking about, other than Anastasia. It's- yeah, I mean that it could be as simple as that. It could be that in this story, there's three daughters. But I really don't think there is. I think it's just the two and that they just kind of bit, you know, stepped on their own foot there. Mm-hmm. But we'll see if they, if they even, uh, if they even attempt to, uh, to address it. Yeah. You, you know how they throw away ideas. And exactly. Like, yeah. like, like AKA Lily and, and, and Maleficent. <laughs> oh my God. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, Monica, do you have anything to add about this act before we move on? Um, yeah, uh, as far as Lady Tremaine and um, the whole magic thing, so either she was lying to her daughter in that first episode uh, uh, about eschewing magic, mm-hmm. or is she becoming addicted like Rumpel did? That is that is a very good point, mm-hmm. too. That is a very I good think point. That's where my, my thought is going on it, is mm-hmm. that she's going down that path uh, of, oh, no, 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 oh, but this is so easy. Right, right, right. So, so that mm-hmm. when she first started using it, she was like you just said, eschewing music or music magic, and kind of just like you know, this is worthless. You know, who needs this? But now that she's used it, you know, now that she got that first taste, right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Yep, she shall she's see. Have her cake and eat it too. We yep. shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, this is her price for using magic. That's a very good point. Both of you had very good points uh, on this topic. Both of you, very good points. I love that. Like, like who who would think that when Rumpel used to say all magic comes with a price, uh, who knew that using magic, you know, just period, like, you know, so a person who's never used a, a bit of magic in her day at all, you know, like in, like in her days at all, and then all of a sudden now she's getting addicted to magic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Like she said, just like Rumpel, just like you know, you know, I think are the right means. Um, I'm, I, I would like to see Tremaine in the past. Did she have a past where she wasn't like this, or was it the the death of her daughter that made her this way? Mm. Could be. I mean, for her to go through so many great lengths, and and you know, for her to be mindful. About and what's going on. I read an interesting quote in an article from Gabriel Anwar, who plays Lady Tremaine, where she said something along the lines of, uh, what's going on here is like, uh, uh, Anastasia is her perfect daughter who can do no wrong, even though she's a corpse who literally can <laughs> do, no, <laughs> do no wrong. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, my, my daughter can do no wrong because, you know, she's sitting there lying. They're like, well, of course she can do nothing wrong. So, so it's, it's, it's like, it's, it, it, it led me to believe that maybe Anastasia is isn't quite as pure as uh, Tremaine, as Tremaine A says she is, or B maybe necessarily just remembers that she is, that she. Yeah, you know, and nobody can live up to the ghost of the past. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I don't know, it, 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 a lot of interesting things going on there. There are a lot of interesting things going on there. So, uh, Cinderella comes back to camp. She hovers over Henry, but can't bring herself to do it. She compromises and comes uh, to the cobbler. Just when it looks like she actually might go through with it, Regina shows up to stop her. Jacinda shows up. Uh, okay, I need to stop. Uh, like, everything always flows together, and I keep getting confused. What's uh, what's the realms and what's Seattle? 
Mm-hmm. All right. So in uh, Seattle, Jacinda shows up at Ronnie's to drink away her sorrows. Not sure that day drinking is going to help her right now, but who am I to judge? Uh, Ronnie offers some advice about sacrifice, and we move on. Uh, down the street, Henry catches up with Lucy, who is apparently free to roam anywhere. As they approach the garden, they see Jacinda has gathered the community to re-sign the petition. Okay, so like I said in the in the notes there, for a moment I actually thought uh, Cinderella was gonna go through with it. Am I the only one, or no, I... no? <laughs> so neither of you. Th- I mean, you both thought that, that you know she would hesitate. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. I, for some reason, I kind of felt like that this might be like the one thing that she did, and and she even kind of went out of her way to kind of justify it a little bit too, where you know. This is an old man who's seen the last of his days anyway. He's wanting to fight for his cause. So if he could give his life for the cause, who's to say that he wouldn't want to do this? You know, she, she, you know, you definitely saw that, uh, that twist that, you know, that it's just that small turn that starts leading you down that path, you know? Mm -hmm. And even Regina was like, yeah, that sounds justifiable, but no, you can't, you know, it's, that's not where it ends. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it just seems, you know, like, I really love how the show points out that everyone has a dark side to this show. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone everyone is not always so pure as they always seem to be put out to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, j- just as somebody as uh, as as Henry, you know, could, could do something very, you know, very bad in, in the past, and he can still seem pure on the outside. But it's also, it's, it's also just like, how I don't know if you guys remember, but you know when Snow made that terrible, terrible, terrible mistake of switching lives for Cora and Rumpelstiltskin. You know, yes, she was candles. She, right, mm-hmm. she was pure of heart, but something as some, but somebody as pure as Snow White can also mm-hmm. inflict a small uh, glimmer of darkness in her pure heart. Mm-hmm. So not everybody is so pure and bright not to be, and I really love how the show, you know, does that. So if that if does anything, I love well, that. Well, Jacinda even said so herself earlier in this segment that mm-hmm. uh, when she was talking to Lucy, uh, maybe it was the last past se- segment, right mm-hmm. after she had burned up the petitions, she said, uh, uh, you know, I'm no hero, I'm just your mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that still doesn't justify it, though. <laughs> oh, no, no. I didn't say it was justifying what she was doing. I'm oh, just yeah. trying to go to prove your point that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, even though later she goes on to correct her actions or does what she yeah. can to do so, she, you know, mm-hmm. there's still, you know, not They're everyone. Right, exactly. Definitely. Exactly. Um, did you have anything? Oh, Tony, oh, you actually, you look like you have quite a bit to add here, Tony. Oh, yeah. So, so basically come, like, come to the end of what, of what I was rambling on about earlier about how, um, Lucius, just like her father, and taking big risks for everybody to believe her and to believe that everything that this book says is real is over the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I would really call this thing, you know, like very, like, like very, just over to the top, you know, on how she just takes a risk, jumping down a, a dangerous well. Who knows if that, you know, how 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 far it goes down into the ground? Is she going to be safe when she finally hits the bottom? And it's like, <laughs> okay, hey, I'm just gonna make a jump in this dangerous well to prove my point, you know? Hey, I know you're gonna believe me when I, when you say that I'm okay, you know? And another side note, uh, with the way that these minds are, mm-hmm. um, do you guys think that this is a, an extension of the door minds from Storybrook? Maybe this is how they connect. <laughs> 
I just thought it was funny. I don't know. They definitely look exactly the same. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, similarities. I think we can definitely call this the title similarity. But this isn't isn't mines. This is just uh, the old city. But, like, how does this look anything? It's not like. Like I've seen things of like like cities built on top of cities, and usually you'd see remnants of the other city under there. I don't really see any remnants of any kind of city where they're at. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I mean, there's some rafters and stuff like yeah. you would see in a mine, but there's not mm-hmm. a storefront or anything of that nature. But yeah. anyhow, um, yeah. Uh, so Monica, did you have anything to add uh, before uh, we move on? Just uh, uh, on that note of. Um, her jumping down there. I'm going to show my age a little. And, uh, yeah, she, Lucy is clearly not old enough to remember baby Jessica. Oh, my God. I knew you were going there. I'm glad. Okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. Yeah. I, I, I need to. I need to. Elizabeth's not here. So let me play Elizabeth. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Who's baby Jessica? I don't get it. <laughs> Tony, do you know baby Jessica? Millennial. Tony, do you know uh, baby Jessica? Uh, it, w- it would be much better if uh, Monica explains it. But go ahead. No, no, but seriously, uh, no, no, without any explanation, I want to know, do you know who, who baby Jessica is? A little bit, not much. Okay. Not, right. not, not much. I was only maybe nine or ten, I think. When yeah, it was, it was pretty. It was, I don't know, what eighty-eight, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Something um, around there. Yeah. Little baby, like a year old or so, fell down a well mm-hmm. and was down there for twenty-four hours. It might have been longer than that. It might have been longer than uh, that. But firefighters and everybody, you know, trying to pull, pull her out, and eventually yeah, crazy, they did. Yeah. But it was, it was a while. Yeah, they. I, I think they had to like dig a hole. I think they had to dig like a whole pretty much other well beside the well to like access her from the side because they couldn't pull her up from the top. No one could get down to her because it was so small. Yeah, such a small hole. Yeah, right. Uh huh. It was, and uh, yeah, yeah. And they even did a Simpsons episode. Uh, oh, that was uh, like a Sting and a bunch of people did like a parody. I think what it was was that uh, Bart threw a radio down a well to uh, pr- to pretend to like get like sympathy and get money, but then he ended up falling down the well actually, and so yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of a, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. So that was that's that's your uh, '80s pop culture moment for for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my only other point was um, about Lady Tremaine and Jacinda in that offering the condo, uh-huh. and I'm screaming at the TV. Don't even think about it because I've dealt with people like this. She will snatch it away the second, either the second you burn the petition. Or just the second she bloody feels like it. Uh-huh, in the future, right. right, 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 yeah. There's no guarantee that this will ever come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And even okay. if it does, it could just be pulled out from under you if you don't follow everything she says. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You yeah. throwing this away is just having her win. And, uh-huh. Uh, oh and you're God. not getting anything in return. Nothing. real. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, be, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have. I mean, if if uh, if we can, if we don't have anything else to add with uh, yeah. that, we'll go ahead and move on. Oh, oh no, no, that 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 was it. That makes total sense. No, it does. Yeah, I totally agree on it's every point. Crazy. 
Uh, Regina comes upon Cinderella about to leave in disgrace. She says she should, she should stay and fight. You'd be surprised what people can forgive. They return to camp and Cinderella tells them that they can, they can't storm the manor. It's a trap. When they ask how she knows, Regina covers saying that she asked her mirror. Henry, Jacinda, and Lucy enjoy an afternoon stroll through Hyperion Heights. As they go their separate ways, Lucy runs to Henry and gives him the piece of glass. She doesn't think her mom needs it anymore. Besides, in the story, it's the prince who keeps the slipper. Uh, she knows he's not going to find his family in a cemetery. They're right here in front of him. As Henry walks alone later, he suddenly comes upon a cemetery that was not there before. As he looks among the stones, he sees two familiar names. Lauren Mills, beloved mother, Abigail Meal, uh, Abigail Meal, uh, <laughs> thank you guys. Abigail Mills, beloved daughter, uh, at Belfry Towers, uh, Victoria signs for a mysterious coffin sized package. She opens a secret panel and rides an elevator with the package to the top of her tower. In the tower, she demands a chain figure to come into the light. Victoria has come to tell her prisoner that while digging up the garden, she has finally found Anastasia, and she wants her help to bring her back. The captive asks Belfry if she's willing to pay the price, and reminds her that even if you get everything you want, then, quote, you'll still have to deal with me. All right, so there was more going on in that last, like, five minutes than there was in the whole episode. Uh, so that's what I meant when I said earlier that we could like probably edit this down to just a few minutes and I'd be completely happy. Uh, Mm -hmm. okay. I guess to start off with, um, where did the cemetery, where do you guys think the cemetery came from? Cause like, I kind of feel like it just came out of nowhere. Do Do you think there's someone watching from afar and they, you know, cast a spell to make the cemetery appear? Or do you think it's like some weird thing with the curse that like realized that it needed to appear, but it wasn't. I, I, why wasn't it there before? Why is it there now? I don't. I just so many questions. Who said it wasn't there before? I mean, because Henry Ooh. hasn't walked the entirety of Hyperion Heights in I don't know. three episodes. I, I well, okay. First of all, Hyperion Heights seems to be a pretty small suburb. So him being able to walk, you know, whatever uh, seems, you know. Not on fees, not uh, undoable. Um, I'm sure Hook came across this cemetery when he was looking for names. If, if you know, the cemetery was there before. It, well, no, I think he searched. But, I mean, it, so if this cemetery was there before, even if he didn't have names to go off of, like, um, like Monica pointed out last episode... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The last names are Mills. Mm-hmm. So if you if yeah, you're ser- you, you know what I'm saying, if, if you're searching for someone's family and you come across a new set of gravestones for a mother and daughter with the last name Mills, I'd right. be like, you know, I didn't find anything, but there was this weird coincidence, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so it just feels like the cemetery kind of just popped up out of nowhere. That's why mm-hmm. in my in my in my recap, I kind of point out that it kind of feels like like. Like he walked to this area before and then like all of a sudden the cemetery was there. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that maybe that it had been there all along mm-hmm. and maybe it was just covered um, covered up until, you know, Henry needed to come to that realization maybe. Or maybe it just could have been, you know, may- maybe somebody's watching from a distance and say, okay, now it's time to bring him back to reality that nothing's going to change. Your family's dead, blah, blah, blah. You know, now... I'm ready to show you, basically. 
Like, who knows? Like, maybe it could have been covered there, or maybe he really just stumbled onto it, and nobody else could find it. Did you have anything to add about the cemetery, uh, Monica? There's no birth or death dates on the gravestones for either of them. Yeah, that didn't make a whole lot of sense either. Back to what uh, Elizabeth had said uh, that one of the, the creators said about their carefully constructed timeline. Oh, God, don't even get me started. Yeah, don't even get me started. Don't. Okay. I think I I saw those tweets from from someone. No, I did. I saw Adam Horowitz tweeted back saying, our, you know, our writers, our, you know, writing room has a a carefully constructed timeline. And I think they even did mention something in the tweet about, like, releasing it at a later date. And it was just like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to believe it even if I see it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like you they cannot, it. They cannot oh, yeah, say that very, they, you know, like they cannot say that they that uh, they've kept up with their whole timeline for seven years and never did no wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then um, let me see, Tony. What did you add? Okay, you you want uh, wanted to add something about the petition? Um, let me see. Oh yeah. So um, oh, can I say the whole point or no, go ahead, please? Oh, okay. Um, all right. So first of all, I had no idea. Absolutely no idea what they were really digging for. I thought that she was basically, you know, going on about, you know, building up some new, some new condos to move in more people. Because as you, as you guys remember, um, the first episode, um, you know, Ronnie made the statement, and I do believe that um, that uh, Lucy also made the statement that she's bringing people in, moving out the fairy tale characters and all that. You know, I thought that she was just building from there, mm-hmm. but. But it also seemed like, you know, how we found out that she was really looking for her daughter's coffin. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler. <laughs> so, um, okay, so basically, um, so because you notice, she she uh, also stopped demolition afterwards. Because, you know, I don't think it was for petition reasons. I don't think she would have never stopped until she found what she was looking for. Okay. You know? Um, and then I also thought it was cool how they used the coming to the light quote from the enemies. <laughs> All right. Mm. Okay. So on that last note, I think we, on that last note, um, I think we're going to be talking quite a few, uh, quite a bit here on just that last minute or two of, of screen time with uh, Belfry walking into her tower. So before we do, is there anything you wanted to add uh, beyond that point, Monica? About no. Uh, okay. No, that's the end of my notes. All right. All right. So. Let's discuss what was going on in that tower. All right. So first of all, um, I the, there was never anyone named or anything. First, when I first saw that character, I thought to myself, like, okay, so is this like, is it someone's daughter? Is this maybe Hook's daughter? Um, mm-hmm. you, know, we, you know, I mean, we yeah. were told, we were told that his daughter was locked in a tower. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where my mind first went. So I went ahead and and uh, looked on IMDb. Um, I want to I want to say the actress's name was Emma Bloom, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but apparently she's going to be in like ten episodes, uh, like pretty much the next ten episodes of Once Upon a Time. Um, and, and the the character's name, the only character, the only name they have for her in IMDb right now is Witch. Of course, so, keeping it concealed, and then they'll. Go yeah. back and change it. Um, now that's kind of kind of an ironic twist 
that this person has a witch locked in her tower as opposed to a witch having someone else locked in their tower. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So kind of a the back backwards twist on yeah. that. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. My mind still kind of thinks it might be Hook's daughter, you know? I can agree on that too. I um, mean not, not the being presented with it. At first at first I was like, I don't know, she's a little old for that, but then you have to remember, wait a second, Hook was pretty old before he became who yeah. he is now. Right. So, you know, who's to say how old his daughter is that's locked in this tower? You know, it's so, um, mm-hmm. you know, that leads lends a little bit of credence to my theory there. But uh, so all I know for now for certain is that this is witch. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she obviously seemed to have some sort of powers because uh, just through context, it seems seemed to be that that's why Belfry had her around mm-hmm. uh, because she was going to somehow help her bring back Anastasia. Um, yeah. Now, see yeah. Like yeah. yeah, I really do too. Uh, do you guys have anything else to add or any other theories or anything? Yeah, here comes a thought. Um, Belfry's kind of sort of awake already. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, just like Regina, uh, parallels. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Parallels, man. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. I'm done with the parallel. <laughs> Just like Regina from the first season. Um, it doesn't seem though that Weaver slash Rumple is uh for, have you seen the promos for next week? No. Yes, I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just from the minute or two I've seen, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, I mean, it does, uh, you know, obviously, I believe the next episode is called Beauty. So yep. this is the episode that's going to have Gideon and, and uh, Belle in it. Supposedly. And, and uh, is going to deal with uh, um, Rumpel's, you know, story leading up to now between then and now. And uh, um, also Alice. Alice. Yeah, Alice that's what I was just going to say. Alice slash Tilly seems to be also someone who is quite awake in this in this town mm-hmm. because in the in the preview for the episode she confronts uh, Weaver and uh, like you know says something along the lines of you sent me here or something like that or you mm-hmm. you had you know why are you like Weaver's why like are why are you doing this and she and Alice is like because you told me to mm-hmm. or something along those lines for for a person to be so powerful and, and to have his name known across many different realms. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny how he falls up under a curse and doesn't show any sign of being awake until later. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's that's uh, I guess the opposite of a parallel because if I'm not mistaken, he was the uh, okay. He was awake once he heard the name Emma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so which happened fairly early. Episode? Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Which happened fairly early. Well, when uh, when uh, she finally found um, uh, the little state in for Granny's, when he said Emma, what a lo- lovely name. Oh, yes, yeah, exactly, exactly, yes. I but didn't I'm think saying, he was awake. He didn't. He didn't seem like he was. Wait, but no, that's that was the key. That that was yeah, when that, that was the little trigger. Like oh, he, okay. he left Emma, it and started him yeah. down that path. Yeah, he yeah. left when he cast the spell. He left it. You know that was you know his whole thing about knowing names and everything. Like mm-hmm. at first they tried to keep Emma's name from him, and then he uh, you know tricked Cinderella or uh, Snow White rather into mm-hmm. into sure telling the name. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then when he went all crazy and stuff, I want her name because he knew. Yeah, exactly that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, I, I like I said, I mean, for the most part, I wasn't really a big fan of this episode, but it really came through in the end there. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. we're left with uh, just a few more questions for the season. Um, 
Oh, okay. Actually, there are. Uh, okay, Tony, I, I added a new note here for any questions answered in this episode, and mm-hmm. you had something to add there. Yes. Um. Uh, this person that's upstairs, I, I, I just thought, you know, it was a wild theory. I don't think it's true, and I think really it's more true with a hook. But um, I say, I say, could this person have something to do with Rumple? Could he have a daughter we don't know about, or maybe okay. her? Yeah, when, when I live tweeted, I, I mentioned, you know, this could this be Hook's daughter? And mm-hmm. uh, I did get a tweet back from, unfortunately, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. I got a tweet back from someone saying something along the lines of uh, uh, more or less what you just said, that they were getting more of a rumple vibe from her. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, on, that's um, on a, I thought it was just a tour, uh, a nod towards, um, oh, wait, nope, Mm-mm. screw that, sorry. <laughs> Did it happen? Okay. <laughs> All right. But yeah, but yeah, I was just wondering that maybe it's it's something to do with Rumble more than than to do with Hook. I mean, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So it's nice, it's nice to know you guys enjoy my theory. We'll uh, we'll see if that plays out or not. But uh, as I was saying, we uh, there are some questions we're left for for the rest of season seven. Still, we still don't know where this new curse came from or who cast it. Um, mm-hmm. We still don't know exactly. I believe it was in the last episode that kind of was impl- uh, implied that Tremaine and, and uh, Wish Hook may have some sort of uh, uh, past they share. So we don't know what's going on there. Um, now, like we said, you know, the next question, who is second hook's daughter or is wish hook's daughter? Um, you know, there's a theory I've thrown out there that may come to pass. Uh, what's, (laughs) what's Alice's deal? I feel like, uh, okay. These next few questions, I feel we'll probably get more answers in the next episode, uh, which is what's Alice's deal. Um, and as always, what's Rumpel's deal. Um, (laughs) yeah. Is Ronnie an alcoholic? I think this whole town is an alcoholic by this point. Yeah. Because no matter yeah. what time of day, <laughs> you know, and and yeah. unless and unless you're having a drink, yeah, right. yeah, Someone's having a drink. And, and at first, I was like, "Well, Henry's there with his laptop, but he's got a coffee." But who's not to say he doesn't have some whiskey in that coffee? Exactly. I mean, this is the bar after all. And and then Jacinda shows up into the bar at like four in the afternoon. No wonder Victoria's keeping her daughter from her. Uh, uh, it, yeah. This it just bar, seems like you're an alcoholic. <laughs> the bar, and, and every time, every time, every time they come to Ronnie in the bar, she's doing a shot. With somebody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy. You would think that since, you know what, you would think that, um, that they would have the person who played Leroy slash Grumpy, um, and that he would come over and um, you know, would be at this local bar. He wouldn't be there as a character. He would just be there as a as a as a um, you know, a person who's always drinking. Like Norm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I wouldn't even know what his name would be in this realm. Now. I mean, it would be crazy. All right. And then, of course, we have some new uh, new questions uh, presented in this episode. Uh, mainly, who is that in Belfry's Tower? Why is she there? And what is her deal? Mm-hmm. So, um, theories. Do you guys have any uh, questions or theories about anything we've presented in this episode? We want to know. But before we get to that, let's get to uh, this week's arbitrary scale. Um, 
Let's see. Throw out a number out of 462 pieces of, uh, out of 462 yards of a glass slipper. Uh, Monica, what do you give this week's episode? 400, out of 462. 462, 392. Okay. Okay. So that's like three quarters. That's, you know, so you give it a 85%. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) so, so, uh, Uh, so uh, I liked uh, it overall. An average B. Yeah. Um, okay. W- what I've noticed since I started taking notes is the fewer notes I take, the better I like the episode. Okay. Because mm-hmm. if I'm hating the episode, I'm distracted enough that I'm like, oh, pause. No, 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 pause. No, what the heck are they doing? <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. And, and I didn't take hardly any notes this time. So, uh, and maybe it's like what you were saying, the, the slower pace. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, and? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but I didn't have a, a problem with what they were presenting. Okay. Okay. So there's a balance there. I understand. And uh, okay, so that was what you said, three hundred ninety something, I believe. Three ninety two. All right, all right, three ninety two out of four. Okay. And how about you, Tony? What do you give this episode? Um, I'm going to give this episode. Hmm, uh, 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 what was your number again, Monica? Mine was three ninety two. Three ninety two. Okay. Out of four sixty, what was it, Bobby? Four sixty two. Four sixty two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. After the second watch, I want to say it went up. Um, because if I had to, if I had to, uh, to um, really think about it, four six like out of out of four sixty two glass uh glass slipper shards, um. Yeah, it was going to be like three fifteen if I really had to think about it. But it it went up tremendously after giving it a second watch. So I would say about three eighty five. Okay, three uh, three eighty five. Okay. Um. Okay. As far as I am concerned, uh, I'm right there with you, Tony. When I first watched it, it was a slog. I've mentioned it quite a few times while while, while we were recapping this. Mm-hmm. Um. But I will say that as we were explaining it, recapping it, taking notes, that um, you know, especially the last few minutes, there was actually quite a bit going on in this episode, and uh, it was a bit better than I uh had first thought. So if I was my first watch, I. I probably might have even scored it in the two hundreds, to be honest with you. Um, if if not at least low threes. But um, you know, upon further viewing and and uh, whatnot, I would say I'm gonna go for three seventy four. I don't right. know what that works out for, but we're all about in the same same general area. Yeah. Um, you know, high C, low B. Uh, you know this. You know, a, a, a slightly above average. Not going to say this is like the best episode we've ever seen or worse, but just, just, sure. just a tick, just a tick above average. Because, you know, and I think it, I think that ending definitely kicked it up a notch. Mm-hmm, definitely. All right. You know, I read your message and I brought it up and then my phone turned off. <laughs> All right. So, I just thought I wanted uh, to give you some time. Uh, <laughs> What do you guys think? Give us a give us a shout out and uh, let us know what you guys thought of this week's episode. But before we do, let's get on to this week's news and speculations. Boot, boot. Are you guys muted? I'm ready. News. Woo! Best news jingle ever. Yeah, I like I like that. Uh, 
Bill and Anne Marie can still be here in spirit. Um, all right. So still not a whole lot of news going on. Um, I don't know exactly why. I think we already kind of got our deluge of news. Most of the filming has already happened. You know, maybe once more filming starts happening on the second half of the season, we'll be able to get a bit more news. But that does leave us with the ratings for this week, which unfortunately, after holding steady for two weeks with a 0.7 demo, uh, this week we returned with a series with a series low of uh, 0.5 share, which uh, equaled uh, 2.52 million viewers. Oh no! And that is that is live plus seven day. So yeah, not not good news. Um, uh, it it, it would also tied, I believe, for the uh, largest drop for the week from a you know as far as a you know coming down from a point seven to a point five. So it was a point two drop. Uh, it, it it tied with its follow up uh, in humans on ABC. Uh, that doesn't help. That no one hate everyone hates that show too. So everyone just stays away from ABC on Fridays. Apparently, right now. No. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it was not the lowest. Uh, that was uh, that honor goes to CW with uh, what was what's the name of that show? Uh, Crazy ex girlfriend. Mm. I think it. I, for, I think it had like a point two share. Ah. Yeah. That so hurts. yeah, yeah. But you know, again, this is Friday. It's known for low ratings to begin with. Um, you know, that being said, I mean, there were other, you know, I think even the highest rated show on this, on this night had like a, maybe like a 1.2 share or something like along those lines, you know, it wasn't anything to really write home about. And that was like Hawaii five Oh or something, but all right, that leads us to the listener questions and feedback, which of course, again, we have none of this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really um, thought she was going to say something like, I'm, like fortunately we have something <laughs> no 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 if we do I missed it um, guys we know you're out there we know you're listening and, yeah we just yes, we, we love the interaction we love the feedback we love to hear from you guys um <laughs> Um, you know, so much so that we actually do have a small sweepstakes going on. Um, you know, we've been mentioning it for the past two weeks. So any listeners who are continuing to listen, you know, we still have that going on until November 4th. Um, we've only got two, two or three feedbacks to, uh, address as far as that's concerned. But, uh, November 4th, we'll be doing a drawing. We want to hear from you guys. Um, you know, it's just as simple as writing us on Facebook, uh, writing us on Twitter, uh, writing us at our email, just, you know, dropping us a line, letting us know what you think of the podcast, what you thought of uh, this week's uh, episode of Once Upon a Time. So you can, you know, we want you to get involved with the discussion. We want to hear your theories, your thoughts. We want to hear your crazy, wild, wackadoo, tinfoil hat theories about what's going on with this chick in the tower. What, uh, what, what does Rumple know he's Weaver? Does Weaver know he's Rumple? We want to hear from you. Uh, so you send, drop us a line at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter is at gfstorybrook. And then Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. 
Uh, of course, you could also uh, review us over on iTunes or any other place you, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcast at. That'll also helps in in uh, in our ratings and everything else like that. And um, you know, beyond share that, on your yeah, share yeah. us on socials. Hashtag GFS New Book. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nothing big, and you know, sweep, the sweepstakes is just a few uh, some Funko swag. Uh, I believe uh, Tony has a book. Uh, what was that book about the Queen, Tony? Yes, I now have them both with me, like with me. So okay, but yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, it's something to show our love for the listeners, to show you know how much mm-hmm. we care, kind of a little bit of listener appreciation, share the love, and uh, we we want to hear from you guys because uh, sometimes my voice hurts, and it'd be nice to have a break every once in a while. <laughs> Stop talking, Bobby. Dad. Throw a voicemail in here or something. Jeez. Great. Good. But Please. speaking of my voice being tired, I guess on that note, it's it's time to head out of here. Um, Tony, where can we catch you on the social medias? On the social medias, you can catch me on the Twitters at Hoops900. Hoops900. Okay, and uh, Monica, if anyone wanted to contact you, where would they find you? I'm on Twitter at Monica Sedai, S-E-D-A-I. Excuse me, ma'am. And, of course, you can always find me uh, on Twitter at, uh, uh, what is my name again? Inevitable Hawk. Inevitable Hawk. Inevitable Hawk, H-A-W-K-E. You can find me on Facebook at uh, Facebook slash uh, Bobby Hawk, you know, H-A-W-K-E. Again, that's my name. And, uh, of course, you can always find me every week uh, hosting here at, uh, you know, hosting the podcast, Greetings to Storybrooke. Um, but until next week, guys, greetings, greetings from, from Storybrooke. Come hey. spin, spin. There we go. Yeah. Gonna come up with lyrics, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got us, bitch. Join us next week, please. Please. <laughs> I'm-